Hey guys, welcome to episode five of Just a Chat With. We're here with Jack Renick. Jack is a multi-award winning designer, creative writer and speaker. Jack is the founder and creative director of Jack Renick Studio, which is an independent branding and design agency based here in Whitechapel. Jack has over 21 years of experience, although she doesn't look it, in creative uh, working uh, for brands like Amnesty International, British Heart Foundation, Royal Mail, Stella McCartney, Prince Harry and Sir Elton John, just to name a few. In 2012, Jack founded uh, Jack Renick Studio, which this year, just this one year, won several awards, including gold at the Drum Design Awards and two silvers at the 2019 Fresh Awards. Congratulations. Thanks very much. Originally from Glasgow, Jack started her career at The Partners, which is now Super Union, um, spending five of her 13 years as creative director. So thanks for having us today. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for coming down. In a very hot studio. No, uh, it's baking. Yeah, it's roasting. I turned up the heat just for you. Uh This is where cold. (laughs) We're not used to the heat from from Scotland. Um, But, you know, um, I suppose, Jack, we're just uh, wondering kind of where your sort of startup story, where did it all begin? What made you set up off on your journey on your own? Oh, for setting up. I'd been at the partners, which was still called the partners then, Mm -hmm. um, for like 13 years. And then I went off and had a kidney transplant. Okay. And I was off then for like a couple of months. And you know, when you just get back and I could just feel the sort of tidal wave of stress coming. Mm-hmm. And I just thought I'm not fit enough for this, yeah. you know? Um, and I just sort of felt if I don't do something now, I'm just going to get, get consumed under that tidal wave of stress. Mm-hmm. So I thought I need, to, I need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And then I needed to pretend that I had a plan uh-huh. in order to resign. And, um, and I didn't really want to go to any competition. You know, because I felt like, no, it feels like you're two-timing somebody, mm-hmm. like you're cheating on them. <laughs> and uh, so I just said, I'm going to go and set up my own agency, mm-hmm. um, which was a total lie. The least stressful option. Yeah, the least stressful <laughs> option. But I thought, I thought, I'll just lie and say, you know, I'm going to set up an agency because then it makes it sound better and it cushions the sort of news. Um, but then I'll just go and kind of maybe... do that now. <laughs> well, yeah, then I had to keep face yeah. and do it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what did you do? How did you? I had got a project to start that um, an old client um, mm-hmm. had got in touch and said, can we do the project at the partners, but didn't have enough budget. So I had yeah. said, if you can wait the three months, I'll do it when I get out, yeah. when I get out of jail, <laughs> 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 uh, when I leave. And so they'd said they would wait and then that was it. So I had a project to start okay. on the Monday, finished on the Friday, but needed an intern to do it. And I needed mm-hmm. a desk and that's all the things that you don't realise yeah. is you think, oh, I'll just start off a business, but then you've got to have a computer. Mm-hmm. Um, and programs and mm-hmm. a desk and a chair. A Did you have that? I had a laptop yeah. that um, didn't have any programs on it. <laughs> you know, so like I have laptop. I'm, I'm now a business. But then I needed two chairs and you know two laptops and, mm-hmm. and things for people to work on cups, spoons, all of these things that you don't have a clue that you actually need to run a business. Uh-huh. So um, it was a bit of a baptism of fire. Mm-hmm. I started in my uh, husband's, he was my boyfriend at the Times, um, illustration studio. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, can I borrow a desk and I'll just sit at it. Was that down here or was that in London? It was in London, yeah. it was in um, King's Cross. So we were just, uh, it was just me sitting at a desk and I was like, right, how much will you charge me? And he was like, at £200 a month. And I was like, oh, right. Your so husband charged you £200. He charged me £200 a month for a desk. He's still, he's and this was the cheap. Yeah, no, I married him. <laughs> then I got an intern in and I was like, oh, there's still one desk. So I just mm-hmm. put two chairs at one desk and then I got another intern <laughs> and then another intern. And another one, and then so the there was like five of us, yeah, yeah <laughs> sort of five of us all around one desk on laptops, and I was like, but it's still two hundred pound a month because technically it's one desk. <laughs> so, so I always had thought, well, you've got to keep the cost down. You know, that's kind of how you build a business, kind of try and keep the cost as low as possible to start off with. So, how quick did that team grow? So, like, you had that intern, and then did they go uh, full time, or after? 
you know, had them in the championship or... To become a house dead nervous, yeah. to, to hire anybody, you know, because you're suddenly then responsible for folk, like, moving to London and having rent to pay and mm -hmm. stuff like that, you know, so I was quite sort of a bit, felt quite overly responsible probably mm -hmm. for offering people a job. So I just had people interning for about the first year mm -hmm. and then I would keep them on, on you know, like, um, a more kind of freelance basis, yeah. but it probably took me about two years to actually hire someone full time. Yeah. You know, okay. and that was terrifying. And what was that first you know, role? That was, that a that designer was um, yeah, a junior designer. Junior designer. Yeah, junior designer, and then I just sort of started like that and hired another junior designer mm -hmm. and another junior designer. It took me quite a, a while again to then have the bottle to actually pay for a senior designer, yeah. design director, because mm -hmm. they have big wages. Yeah. You know, and then you've got to bring in more work, and the more work that you bring in, the less fussy you can be. You've yeah. got to start sort of actually thinking properly about a business, and you can't just kind of fanny about with like nice arty projects and things like that you know what, what kind of projects so, were you, were you doing on the, on the um oh, just oh god i wish i had a better memory um i was the first thing i did was for a university and they just kind of needed to sort of tighten up their brands a bit uh, tighten up their identity produce some different bits of collateral so we're just sort of doing that and then um a guy that i knew phone was like can you tidy this logo up for us and, and then meet me in Germany tomorrow and present it to these guys. And I was like, aye, aye okay, <laughs> you know. So we just sort of rattled some stuff together and then basically our advice was don't actually change it. So we got there with the big news of actually keep what you've got, just clean it up a little bit. Yeah. And um, and they sort of liked that and they liked that I was honest about it. And then I started a massive kind of project with them that I'm still working on. I'm okay. working with them kind of like seven years later. Yeah. Sure, yeah. You know, so, yeah. And so when you were hiring other designers, was that, um, were you thinking about you wanted to stop doing as much design because you were having too much running a business or was the you know what was the thought process there that you just went for designer 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 was there um, or was there one or was it just no I, I don't there was a thought process yeah. it was just like fuck I need help you know yeah. um but because I've been directing for so long that I had yeah. lost all kind of Mac skills you yeah. know so I'd be like you know trying to like do anything mm -hmm. and was totally rusty on all the programs so I thought I need some help actually bringing things to life and creating stuff yeah. and also just someone to bounce ideas off and stuff yeah. like that you know but I know the advice should have been to have got an account manager <laughs> earlier it still is and these guys were giving me advice five minutes ago <laughs> about doing that um but I just that but I've always just used to doing things myself yeah. and just getting on with it myself um but I do need other folk to bounce things around with and actually support me on that. Yeah. So do you mostly just direct now or are you on the tools still or is um, no I'm mostly directing yeah, kind of pointing and shouting, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then obviously patting on the back now and again, you know. Yeah. Sort of and do you enjoy that? You don't enjoy that side of it? Do you miss, you know, doing any actual um, know, design work itself? Or do you feel, do you, you know, for me, you know, kind of me and Lewis, kind of similar, I think, kind of proud of seeing work go out through your agency uh, under your name, you uh, know, and it's, you know, like for me, I'm not precious about having to do the design. Yeah, me anymore. either. No, you I'm know? not. I'm not precious about it at all. I just want to do a good job, yeah. and it's kind of I don't care who does it. You mm -hmm. know, it's like the cleaner can come in if they want, and get, get stuck <laughs> in. You know, it's like if it's a good idea and, and they're capable of making it look beautiful, then great. You know? It's like, yeah, I'm not fussy at all. I don't. I don't feel that like I need to have my hands on it physically. Yeah, and you, you and you have that kind of ethos at your studio that you know the ideas can come from everywhere. Then you know, is it? Yeah, definitely. Anyone involved? You know. Um, yeah, absolutely. We work um, very kind of openly. Ideas on the wall all the time, you mm -hmm. know. Um, always sketches first, yeah. Um, and then share ideas amongst the team, and mm -hmm. that gives everybody the kind of um, practice of presenting to each other, you know, talking through your idea, explaining yeah. yourself, justifying yourself, yeah. sort of thing. And um, and when you if you can do that on a sketch, then it doesn't matter what it's going to look like eventually, sort of thing. You're you're used to actually what is the concept here, and um, 
So that, that's sort of mostly how we mm -hmm. work, is kind of ideas from anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, everybody chips in. Most people here work on every project. Yeah. Like we don't have kind of like you're on this and you're mm -hmm. on that. So like everybody works on everything and that gives everybody a chance to contribute. Yeah. And good value for clients because they get a whole team's brains yeah. kind of thinking at it in yeah. the brainstorming phase and things yeah. like that. So you know? is, is everyone involved in that brainstorming phase? Yeah. 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 Most yeah. people, I mean, sometimes, you know, folk have got a deadline on something else and they just can't yeah. sort of jump onto it. But, but they've usually have an opportunity at some point to have contributed to the idea. Yeah. You know, whether that's at the very first concept stage or development or something. Yeah. So it's very, very team uh, focused across everything. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. Great. that's great. Um, and in terms of like, is there any sort of like ethos or kind of values that you run the agency on? Um, um, we're quite big on values-driven business and kind of values-driven uh, right. brands. And I'm yeah. just interested to know if there's any sort of principles, whether that's process or just values that you live by that you kind of want your team to kind of... Yeah, good question. Or... Good question. I suppose I should get some. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, really. You know, I think, I think don't do shit work yeah. is probably <laughs> the, um, the basic fundamentals of the business. Agency, yeah. You know, that's kind of it, you know. Um, but I think sort of values wise and um, I suppose it's um, you know I've got a sign up there uh, blood sweat and tea mm -hmm. and I think that's quite a encapsulation of what I think it takes to be a good designer which mm -hmm. is um, you know the blood part is about you know the ha homework do you know what I mean you've got to get under the skin you've got to kind of um, give a shit you mm -hmm. know it's like if you've not spilt blood over it you know then you know it's like you've, you've really got to sort of care about what it is if you're going to look a client in the eye and say right I'm going to help you um, that's a really vital thing. So giving a shit is yeah. vital. And then I guess the sweat part is like, you know, be prepared to get your sleeves up and get stuck in because good work doesn't come easy. You mm -hmm. know, you have got to actually work at it and, you know, and, and you have got to be prepared that um, average ideas are going to go in the bin mm -hmm. and that you've got to be determined enough to, you know, get good ideas out there. Yeah. And then the tea part, I suppose, is about... Um, having a good time as well, you know, and yeah. that's usually, everybody kind of thinks, or I think, you know, oh, design's supposed to be like this super fun industry, and I'm like, is it? <laughs> you know, um, it's fun afterwards, mm -hmm. uh, but I don't think that, you know, sometimes the process of it can feel quite hard work, you yeah. know, and that you, you know, you sort of hate yourself because you can't come up with something that's genius enough, mm -hmm. you know, and that can be quite um, uh, demoralising, you yeah. know, and then, so the tea part is really essential that, as a team, you then go out and celebrate and you celebrate when you have done good stuff yeah. and it's important that you all kind of pick each other up. Yeah. It's often yeah. easy to concentrate on when hard or the bad stuff happens, isn't it? And totally, I think it's yeah. really important when times are good is to like celebrate those good times. Yeah, yeah exactly. Enjoy, you you know? Know? I mean, and, and make sure you, you take the time out to, to go and yeah. celebrate. Because like, you, you know, self, if, you know, often project ends and you're straight on to the next one, isn't it? Where you should really stop and go. Hey guys, that was that was amazing. <laughs> Even if it's like a quick cheers yeah. and out for lunch or a, or a something, do you know what I mean? But that's the yeah. that's the thing is kind of and that's what keeps us tight. I think as a team, as um, the whole sort of philosophy is like, have, if you've got each other's back, yeah. then you'll work well here. You know, it's like there's no kind of people who are a bit kind of solo or out for themselves. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. very much. Do you know what I mean? Don't let anybody else fail. Yeah. You know, it's like make sure that you can see what's going on. You know the project. And you can see where people are struggling, and, and yeah. that everybody will pick each other up, even if that's a an intern picking up a senior, doing yeah, whatever yeah. it is, you know, it's kind of being aware. Totally. Yeah. yeah. What were some of the biggest challenges that you had in the early days? Uh, having enough spoons. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think, you know, when you're, you're, you're trying to plan what the future is and who you can hire and who you can bring in, but there's no guarantee of what work you're going to get. And you're trying to sort of guess at that and sort of forecast and do all these magical sort of, 
crystal ball type things, you know. Um, but you're still um, nervous about whether the, the whole thing just goes tits at any moment, you know, yeah. and you've hired all these people. So I think you're trying to calculate who you can hire and who you can take on and make a commitment to. Um, especially if you're asking that person to leave a, a really good job that they're already in, you know, yeah. that's, you feel the responsibility of asking them to do that. Um, and then when you're trying to plan to grow, you're like, right, well, I can have two desks in here or four desks in here, but if I want to grow to five desks, I need to move studio, you know, or six desks means I need to move across the other part of town because I can't afford studios in here. So all of these sort of things that are like really kind of practical and physical sort mm -hmm. of problems that are arising that you maybe don't think creatively about when you're first starting out. Yeah, you know? and suddenly realise there's another side of the, the brain that you've got to use. I know, and you're just sort of like, that, you know, um, what do I know about, um, you know, contracts yeah, yeah. and things like that, you know? So, um, you know, it's like, how do you, how do you put T's and C's together and make sure yeah. that you don't get caught out or that, you know, a client, not that you don't, they don't rip you off, but you don't accidentally do something wrong. Yeah. And, um, you know, so a lot of people, you know, were really kind when I first started and, I'd be like, God, has MD got a set of T's and C's, you know, that I can cut and paste or whatever, or, you know, because you're going to invest in a lawyer or yeah. um, can I spend that money yet? Or do I just use somebody else's T's and C's for now until I can afford it's a lawyer? It's amazing, isn't it? Because if you just ask when you're setting up a business, use the people who help. You know, yeah, I always it is. It's such that, a generous. You know, someone's like, yeah, have my T's and C's. You're like, really? And then someone yeah. else gives you another bit and it just yeah. starts. Yeah, like, oh, have you got a template for a proposal? And it's like, oh, have, you ever, you know, have you ever done a film like we were talking about? You yeah. know, and it's like, right, well, how, how, do, how what does a proposal look like yeah. for something? Like that. And, yeah. and people are, um, I was quite surprised, um, so generous about that. Yeah, it's almost you know? the pain you go through it the first time. You kind of want to be as useful as possible, get the most use out of it all. Ah, you know, you know it's kind of like you try and help yeah, somebody yeah. else avoid that pain. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah. you know, so if now MD wants my T's and C's, they can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in terms of like, how do you deal with that now? Do you have a finance team? Do you have someone in finance? Do you have someone in operations? Or are you still doing that stuff at the same time? Or? Um, I've got like, you know, accountant, bookkeeper, mm -hmm. account manager, yeah. things like that, you know, which um, I'll lighten the load. I used to do like every single receipt I'd be putting on a spreadsheet and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like, yes. you know, and then you're like, what is that? And yeah, yeah. all of this <laughs> sort of stuff. It looks yeah. like sort of like, I'm supposed to just come up with ideas. Like, is that not my job? What is that? No one told me about that. You know, and then it's like, can you put that on uh, this kind of, yeah. and then you're just like, oh my God. And, and then again, you need to invest in paying someone to do that and that cost money and, you, and you've got the confidence to do that um but i think um i don't i would like to say that i had somebody shouldering the mm -hmm. weight of the worry of the studio but mm -hmm. i don't i'm sure. i'm still doing that mm -hmm. you know every night <laughs> every night probably home to go do my emails and you know through everything and trying to just check that nothing slips yeah. you know and yeah. you haven't missed someone or let a client down by you know do you think if you're anything. starting again today Mm. Would you do anything different in that first couple of years or do you think there'd be any different hires or do you think, you know, just knowing what you know now and knowing how much yeah. of that side of it there is yeah. to balance with the creativity? I think, you know, the sort of dream scenario would be that you magically met some really amazing account handler or, or like new business person sort of thing and, and who also knew about ordering pens and contracts and things like that, you know, and you'd have this magic person and you just need to come up with ideas and make things look great. Yeah. But um, I think probably having the confidence to hire someone more senior mm -hmm. earlier would have made life easier because, you know, you've got a lot of young folk. It's um, like kind of, you're trying to teach and yeah, deliver true. at the same time you know and you know it's not their fault they don't know how to deliver yet yeah. you know so you're trying to do a lot of kind of nurturing teaching but also you've got massive projects that you need to get out the door yeah. 
Um, it's that hard balance because you often can't afford the salary. Yeah, you know, and also the, the the sort of risk, like I'm saying, you know, it's like I've an, an eye on different people that I would love to hire, but I'm like, God, what if we all collapse and you've just left, you know, blah, blah company that uh, mm. could be a major blunder. <laughs> so yeah. um, it's uh, there's all a sort of gamble there. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think hiring senior earlier would have been good. And hiring an account manager, and I'm now going to get a PA for <laughs> yeah. your advice. Yeah, yeah get, so get a PA. Change your life. Change your yeah, life. I think that would be quite yeah, helpful. Definitely. definitely. Um, what, what What did you want to be when you grew up? Um, I think when I grew up, to be honest, I didn't know that you could be something. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like, I think you just I just sort of grown, grew up thinking you just got jobs or something yeah, like that. Do you know what I mean? And like, you didn't really probably have much say in that matter. Uh-huh. It was just like, what jobs are available? That I would be remotely capable of doing, and then you just do them. So I didn't really sort of get it that you could actually choose to be a th- be a thing. Were you, you always know? creative, or um, I think if I, I wanted to be a dancer, really, mm-hmm. was kind of what I wanted to do. But I didn't know that you could get a job doing that, or mm-hmm. you know. And also, I wasn't that good, so <laughs> probably when I got a job anyway, you know, I had no one. But I think I had always um, liked sort of pro- solving problems, yeah. and I liked drawing and. You know, I liked cutting out letters and things like that, you know, <laughs> cutting out magazine stuff and making little collage bits and pieces yeah. and stuff like that. So I think there's probably always something there, but yeah. I didn't know what that was, sure, sure. you know, or what to do about it. You know, just went to school, got my, did my hires, did art. That teacher was like, ah, look, you can't draw. So, <laughs> you know, why don't you do graphic design? And I, I'm feel, like, I failed higher art. Oh, did you? I managed to end up running a studio. So oh, there's, right. there's, there's hope for people. There's hope for people. Yeah. Oh, right. For anyone out there that's failing oh, oh, higher oh, art oh, as we speak. Oh, no, yeah. I, I got a B. Did you get a B? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> 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 made me fail. <laughs> right. Brain wasn't that. No, I think, because, you know, it was a long time ago and graphic design had really you know, Bob Gill hadn't came and done a talk at our school then. Uh-huh. And, um, but the teachers were like, oh, you should do something to do with graphic design. And I was like, like, I can just remember hearing these two words and it was like graphic and design. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh my God, they like sound totally awesome. Like, what is it? And they were like, we don't know, yeah. but, but you should probably do something like that other than art because you're probably better at the ideas side than the, yeah. actually <laughs> the drawing and I, the painting. I remember choosing the painting. It in college just by looking at the picture. In the, in the perspective and it was someone sitting at a computer and it looked like they were on Microsoft Paint and yeah. I thought that looks fun I'll choose that course <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, there you go. thanks <laughs> thanks that little getty image <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. um, um, I suppose outside, outside of agency um, you know like creatives sometimes get all the fulfillment when they're inside the agency sometimes mm. like I know myself like I like when I'm out and about I, Often get the camera out, go back to photography, and oh, you know right. play a little bit. You do anything out with Peter? Any personal projects? Any kind of um, passion stuff? Yeah. Um, I'd love to say yes, but nope. I'm not nope. really. <laughs> no, I don't really find a lot of time. Yeah, exactly. You know, pubs, that hobby? <laughs> pubs, and pubs and camping probably yeah. is yeah. Uh, like my favourite sort of things to do. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Where'd you go camping? Where'd you go? Where'd you? Um, well, I think at the weekend, no, at the weekends I'm going somewhere down in Sussex, I think. Okay. Um, so just anywhere that, usually it's anywhere that somebody else is booked. Yeah. So I don't have the stress of actually trying to find somewhere mm-hmm. and book things because I don't really have time now okay. to actually organise life stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's quite you spontaneous. Know? And, yeah. You know, it's like, so if somebody else is booking it and then they're yeah. like, do you want to go there? I'll be like, ah, that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's like aye. easy, stress-free. Yeah. 
That's kind of thing, um, isn't it? When you're running an agency or a business, yeah. you kind of like, it's great when other people organise things. Yeah, it's you amazing. Just, you just want to go with it. I know, you're just sort of like, <laughs> I don't care where it is, over the edge of this cliff, oh, I don't uh-huh. care. I'll just go, you know, because somebody else has booked it and my yeah. life is now made easy. And We travel you know. quite a lot and we're terrible because as soon as we pop out in a different city or, you know, we're like, we'll start walking and we think the other one's leaving. Where is it we're going? Yeah, where, where, where's this meeting? Like, are we doing that thing again? It's like, yeah, it's uh, walked a mile. In the road. <laughs> yeah. 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 See, so, you know, kind of growing up in Scotland, studying in Scotland, how, mm-hmm. you know, what differences have you observed from London, you know, kind of culturally and professionally? Uh, I think uh, I was quite amazed when I like first came down here that the colleges down here had a lot of guests lecturers coming in and guest speakers and things like that because they've obviously got access to a lot more mm-hmm. um, a bigger pool of um, agencies who can donate some time to do that so I was kind of like always quite amazed like god you've got that, that guy you've got that girl coming in and like mm-hmm. teaching you on a regular basis and I'm like you know we had like one lecture or something like that in the whole three years at Dundee mm-hmm. and um, so I think I think they've definitely got an advantage of um, influence you know, from lots of different agencies who can then pop in, you know, yeah. um, and get that. And I think then that offers opportunities as well, where it's like, oh, they're looking for an intern or they've maybe got a junior position and they might have met somebody in the course of that. So yeah. things like that, I was kind of like, oh, well, that's quite interesting. I didn't realise that I was quite at a disadvantage then not being exposed to that, yeah. you know. But I think in, like that there's such a bigger scene in Glasgow and Edinburgh and Dundee now in, in the whole north that I hope that the colleges are capitalising on that and getting people in and, yeah. and doing talks you and doing teaching. Happy to do it. Happy to do it. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, I, I see it as like our responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, I was dead dead lucky. Like, I didn't go to art school um, until I was a lot older, mm-hmm. and I was lucky that a guy gave me a, a chance, basically because I like nagged them to death yeah, yeah, to yeah. let me into Glasgow College of Building and Printing. That's where I went. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Glasgow College of Smoking and Drinking. Yeah, I was just like, you know, first class. <laughs> you know, but a guy there just gave me a chance yeah. and um and I sort of see it as sort of not my responsibility, but something that I get a mm. massive kick out of is if I can help somebody yeah. else then I will. You know, yeah. It's and, amazing the difference it makes. You know, I do a lot of talking at the college and I go oh, back all the time and oh, right. uni as well. And you know, you see kids three or four or five years later say like your talk back then inspired me yeah. to change into graphic design and do something and I think That's you know, it's amazing the power it has isn't it like, yeah and it's just sort of like a bit of encouragement yeah. or a bit of um, seeing somebody normal yeah. I think as well you know yeah. it's sort of like not not uh, you know, I know like you can fly in the big stars mm-hmm. from down here and it's like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think people see just somebody normal that's yeah. grown up in the same situation as them and yeah. you know, didn't have the same didn't have the opportunity you know it's like but you can do it as well and i think especially to to young girls and i'm not like you, you know i don't see any separation but there's often not young girls don't see enough women like running their own agencies or doing these talks or or exposed that they then don't easily see themselves in those shoes yeah so i'm kind of like if i can a lot of things I don't want to do or I feel like I'm the token, you know, woman on the jury or whatever and it kind of puts me off a wee bit. But I know if I, if I don't do it, no then there's there. no one there yeah, yeah. and then they're not seeing that person. So yeah. it's like, all right, well, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all right then. <laughs> you know. Do you but think, I do do think that's it. getting better? Do you think there's getting a better mix now? Do you think there's a lot of younger, you know, women coming through or do you think that? I, I do, although 
I don't know if it's um, myself mm -hmm. or the you know like my old agents or whatever that, but we we didn't ever get a lot, and we don't get a lot of girls applying. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't know if that's a confidence yeah. thing or you know whether they think I'm a guy because of my name or whatever it is. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, we don't we don't often get girls applying. So when we do, I'm like really keen to mm -hmm. try and find something to make that work. But at the end of the day, you've got to take the best candidate. You yeah, know, exactly. you can't so, yeah, you can't yeah. just sort of take someone for the sake of it you know mm -hmm. and um but i think if we can get in there early enough and give the girls the confidence confidence enough to go out for the interviews then that will expand yeah. their horizons and what you know yeah we've i mean we've always picked best candidate and you know we've got more females in the made brave team i think than males but it's, oh, just, it just, it's just so happens that way it's yeah. never planned you know you're never picking this or that, no you're just sort of like you know who, who could i who can firstly who can I go for a drink with? Oh, exactly, <laughs> you know, yeah. who's normal? Who, you know, who could I have a <laughs> yeah. good chat with? Who could I go for a drink with? Who's got sort of similar values? Yeah. You know, like who gives a shit and who's yeah. who um, is really sort of hungry to want to do great work? Yeah. And then you know, what's the portfolio like? Mm -hmm. And um, do you, do you pick more for portfolio or more for attitude? Because often, like at Made Brave, often you know you can very quickly see if the portfolio is good enough, mm -hmm. and then I'm looking. Usually looking for attitude because I always think we can teach a lot of it. You exactly. Know, yeah. And you true. just want people that are hungry and passionate about it. Yeah. And actually love it. You know, yeah, are you the same it. or are you kind of? No, definitely. It's kind of like as soon as you can sort of suss out and folk that they don't, they haven't really got the the, the drive for it all. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just sort of a bit of a, a turn off. It doesn't matter if they've got a fantastic portfolio mm -hmm. or not. You know, it's always personality first. Yeah. You know, because you're going to you spend a lot of time together. More time than you with your family. That, exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. and you you need to know that they've got the shared. Um, ambition at the end of the day and that's to do something fantastic and if they kind of think oh that'll do then no it won't <laughs> I'm afraid <laughs> you know. do you want to see our neighbour's dog? Feedy pick up the stick insect <laughs> what's the dog called again? Uh, Feedy which Phoebe. means loyalty Phoebe. but Phoebe Feedy Feedy it's like I think it's um, Latin for Charlie, loyalty dog, right? and but he spends more time in our studio than he does <laughs> in his owners so I'm not sure how loyal he is <laughs> <It's true. laughs> <laughs> Show the show the show show the lovely people watching the dog. Yeah. And this is Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is This is Feedy. Hey Feedy. He looks like a stick insect. Are you saying hello? Are you saying hello? <laughs> 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 looks like a bat. Hey. Hello. <laughs> so what, what kind of dog is it? He's an Italian greyhound. <laughs> yeah. And he belongs to the architects <laughs> next, next door. Um, so he always comes in to get a wee cuddle and a wee clap and, you know, some he attention. He really does look like he belongs in a tree, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, you're gorgeous. How old is he? Is he old? Um, no, I think he's under a year. Okay. Yeah, well, you coming down? Oh, I feel like you're just snapping. He always, like... he always goes for my, my hair, don't you, Fede? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's his favourite snack. Oh, oh no. Wow. <laughs> right down. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to ask, like, yeah, what advice would you have um, for people that are kind of starting a career now? Starting a few things that you have to summarise. Um, I think confidence is always something. It's like you, I don't think you can teach people confidence, or you can't say have confidence. You know, have more confidence. And you're like, oh, right then. <laughs> you know, but um, I, I always kind of find that you know, like if you don't ask, you don't get. And people with confidence ask, and people without don't. And then they deny themselves a lot of opportunity. Mm. So I think, you know, it is always like taking a big deep breath and, you know, sending your folio, picking up the phone, you know, um, sure. you really kind of brass necking it mm -hmm. and, and, and uh, you know, kind of going, what's the worst that can happen? Mm -hmm. They could say no, you know, but if you don't ask, somebody else will ask. Mm -hmm. That's maybe not as good. 
and you and you yeah. just kick yourself because yeah. you, you you didn't do it. And you do yeah. resend that portfolio, don't you? Because that like because you do. You get you get emails and you get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. You do, and, and it's not that you've seen it and you yeah, kind of think, exactly. oh god, they're the worst or anything like that. You're just sort of like you know, I've got a deadline right now, uh -huh. and then it goes down, and then there's seven thousand other emails, <laughs> and you know, and then you're just sort of like, and you're like, I'm sure I saw a thing that I need to get yeah. back to, and and it just goes. So no. there's no harm in. It's that kind of resilience, isn't it? Yeah, kind of like just and you've got to, you've got to be determined. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, a, it's always a balance between being a pain in the arse mm -hmm. and being you know determined, sort of thing, you know. But I think anyone good can find charming ways. Line between stalker. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, <laughs> following you down uh -huh. the street, you know, uh -huh. held up like in your job, <laughs> you know. But aye, I think no, ask. Yeah. Great. So, final question: What does the future hold for Jack Rennick Studio and Jack Rennick? Oh God, I don't know. I just always. What I do bigger and better work, yeah. you know, as a studio, you know, so I do stuff that helps more businesses perform better, you know, tell a story better, mm -hmm. whatever it might be. Um, something that's different. We, we've got like a kind of mantra of like uh, make it different, make a difference. Mm -hmm. And the make it different is always about, the, you know, the next project. You're yeah. always trying to do something different because there's no point in trying to repeat what's ever been done yeah. and make a difference being you know, help the business, you know, like it's easy to help yourself in design and do things that, you know, win prizes and things like that, you know, but like genuinely trying to make a difference to that business mm -hmm. is sort of what we want to do. And the bigger difference we can make, the more happier I think we feel, more content okay. that we feel. And personally, mm -hmm. uh, get a PA, <laughs> uh, <laughs> get a PA, um, you know, um, maybe get some more time to myself, mm -hmm. you know, I think by getting a bit more support around me that would allow yeah. me to enjoy out, outside that, yeah you know like enjoy That's things outside of you yeah. a little better and mm -hmm. a bit less but I'm quite obsessed yeah. and I'm quite uh, into it all do you know what I mean so it's uh, hard letting go isn't it it's it is it's hard letting go and especially when you you know like you you, you look you you know when you give a shit about every aspect of it and you're just sort of like in into it all and you're sort of like you want to you want to know everything that's yeah. going on you know and so I, 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 I let every not every waking breath, you know, I'm not that bad, but you know, we're always at like talks, do's, events, yeah. you know, getting involved in things because it's just all like feeding, feeding the, the design mind, yeah. I suppose, with new stuff. You know? it, so, yeah. But more time away from that would be quite nice. Yeah, yeah. Balance, yeah. it's all about the balance. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently there's a thing called work-life balance. <laughs> you know, I've not quite learned that yet, sadly. Well, thank you so much for having us. Um, thanks to everyone for listening. If you like what you're hearing and you want to support the podcast, please, please rate us and uh, write a review and help us get the word out. Um, if you're listening on Spotify and Google Podcasts, you can also watch the full version on YouTube. Um, we publish a new episode every last Monday of the month. Um, so make sure you're subscribed and see you again next month. <laughs> Thanks. Welcome. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Hopefully that was of some... That was really good range. Yeah.